0: Why don't you? Lie? I mean, of course, I'm I'm stuck. Is it just a stubbornness thing? Is it literally like I'm? I, you just say that because because no. I've seen you use it. and You use it like it's an Apple. It's an use iPhone. What
1: your phone? What you do know? you mean? I use it like it's an Apple. I use it like it's a like it's a phone. Yeah, like but you, a, like me, most of the Android stuff. What you know, does that mean? Like, <laughs> you
0: use it like an Apple. <laughs> I mean, I just mean you know, Apple's has a simplistic operating system, right? Very simplistic. Yeah, extremely like beautifully Remedial simplistic. Almost. Like you don't. Mm-hmm. It's like the opposite of remedial, you know? It's, it's beautifully done. We are back by popular demand.
2: <laughs>
0: and by popular demand. We made it on Blaze's story. Yeah. And my mom <laughs> said it was cool, so we needed to do another one. So we're here. Shout out to you, mom.
2: Yes, yes. We love you, mom.
0: I did realize uh, the last one we did, uh, we didn't introduce ourselves. That is very true we just assumed <laughs> that the whole world already knew who we were
2: i kind of bl- live by that belief anyways <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
0: so um i am shane uh, i'm a owner of Valhalla uh, media co uh, my partner here taylor and i'm taylor um, sometimes we do passion projects and this podcast that is still we don't have a name that hopefully we'll decide by the end of this is a passion <laughs> project of ours and we just want to bring on really cool guests um kind of go behind the scenes with them, some creatives, business people. Our guest today, I'm super excited about. Mm, Me too. A very, very good friend of ours. Very good creative. Um, Very good model for us when we need him (laughs) for product shoots or lifestyle shoots. Um, He is... The man with the caramel skin that will make you want to sin. He's got the eyes that puts the quiver in your thighs. He's got the smile that makes you want to stay a while.
2: What is happening right Ladies
0: now? and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of at least 18 and above, Aaron, rarely ordinary, Baker. give that man a round of applause <laughs> we went a little nut, not as pg but welcome
1: thank you thank you i appreciate it that was a very lovely introduction for you guys <laughs> trying to make me blush first thing on camera i don't think i'm
0: ever going to be able to do that again for any other guest was no, probably not a freestyle right there so one of the reasons we wanted to bring you on other than you know being close friends is just want to kind of talk a little bit about youtube a little bit about your life um a little bit about the comment sections and your <laughs> social profiles um but yes. for for everyone watching slash listening uh give us a little introduction
1: well <clears throat> um my name is aaron baker um yeah I don't know, i've been good friends with you guys for it's been year and a half now almost two years probably um I do YouTube, do a little bit of photography, <clears throat> modeling for you guys here and there. And, yeah. You know, I'm trying to be on both sides of the camera. Mm-hmm. just trying to figure out how to do something with this digital, this digital world.
0: How did we meet?
1: It was at the, uh, the meetup. The we ICT did a, meetup. The ICT meetup. And mm-hmm. we met downtown. And I, I didn't know either of you guys. You guys didn't know me. And... We just kind of out of the f- 20 people that were there maybe 15 20 people we all just kind of clicked just hit it off from the <laughs> jump was that the one
2: we did uh shot in the back of the brewery for a little bit or was it before that one
1: it was that one oh. i think that was the only one i've been to okay for I thought, the talk. yeah
2: i thought that was the one and you and i <clears throat> were like shooting the same shot we were trying to like of aaron we we're trying to see like what, how we would edit it different and that kind of stuff. But we basically nailed the same shot and the same colors. Yeah, same edit, everything. Mm-hmm. Couldn't really tell the difference. I still don't remember from there,
0: and I, I think about it sometimes, uh, how it went from we met there, mm-hmm. and then we just we were hanging out all the time, it just so so naturally. <laughs> he
1: just showed up in your house, and <coughs> he walked yeah. in.
2: What's up, Aaron? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know on the couch.
1: How, <laughs> how we transitioned from that meetup to, like, okay, let's – let's get together and do something else. What, what was the, I don't, know, I, I just, really don't it remember. You
2: really remember, <laughs> like Mem- memorable. memorable. <laughs>
1: yeah. But Aaron has
0: done uh, like a lot of, a lot of photos for us. We've mm-hmm. done some, some stuff for companies where we've offered them like a branding board uh, with examples basically. And first person to call is, is him. Uh, but you, you've started your own kind of creative journey with this YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, tell tell me about tell everybody about kind of what what it's based around and then we can also talk a little bit later about the future of where you want to take it but but right now like what are you uh, what are you doing on your YouTube that has grown a ridiculous amount over the, the last
1: year well for years now i've wanted to um to do youtube to make videos and and get that ball rolling and i just mm-hmm. have never <clears throat> whether it, it had been I don't have uh i don't have the right camera or i don't have a, a microphone to do it and there was there were always reasons with shit. probably within the last honestly like the last 10 years mm-hmm. of i could always find a reason as to why i can't start just yet because I, I don't quite have it where i want it to be and that was always the the thing holding me back and then i i that, honestly it was when i met you guys and when i started getting more into photography and just getting more comfortable behind the camera and learning some of the ins and outs of shooting and what makes a shot good, what mm-hmm. makes the audio good. <clears throat> and it was the confidence from that that pushed me to say, you know, I'm not going to keep giving out excuses as to why I can't do it. So I got just a, a cheap camera. I got a microphone. And then my, my first microphone, <clears throat> I remember, was uh, $20 and my first camera i think was like 120 maybe and that <laughs> i was like hey let's i got to go. start somewhere let's let's make it happen and um yeah and it was actually taylor i can remember the the conversation when i th- i was i started doing youtube and i had started with podcasts and i had done maybe 3 or 4 episodes and taylor and i were standing in front of his uh his garage at his house and he was like, have you ever watched reaction videos? <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And he was like, I think you'd be really good at it. He was like, you know music, you know you're, you're a likable person, you should, you should try reactions. I was like, hmm, I'll check it out. I'll see what <laughs> it's about. And from then on, I, I started doing reactions. And so now that's what my, uh, my YouTube is mainly on as of right now, is uh, music reactions.
0: So you, <clears throat> public math hundred and what was that 140 bucks to start yeah 120 plus 20 140 <laughs> <laughs> um, um, plus tax yeah plus tax uh how long did you go with that that 140 setup and then also I, I would really love to know how much your following on YouTube grew with that $140 setup reason being mm-hmm. I mean just an example of you don't have to have the best gear out there
1: to grow yeah and that's the biggest thing that's my biggest takeaway from getting started is that it's you don't you don't have to have everything exactly how you want it to be you just have to get the ball rolling and get things in motion because after once it once everything starts going everything else will fall into place and i i started with um with that camera and that microphone i did it for probably the first uh shit Six months, maybe eight months, before. And again, with the help of you guys, I learned what what mic is good, what camera is good, which one would be best for that. But before all that, I was only using my Olympus uh M3, I think is what it was. That was
0: the one with a built-in lens, right? Like you couldn't change it, the lens it out. It
1: did. It did have the changeable lens. Oh, it did. There, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, knowing with from that, I shot probably. Thirty videos, thirty YouTube videos, and I got up to probably fifteen thousand subscribers. Dang!
0: From a hundred and forty dollars plus tax.
1: Yeah, there you go, people. You don't That's need insane. tens of thousands of dollars <coughs> worth of equipment. Yeah, and even <coughs> when I did make the change, it's it's more so for me. I I noticed the changes in the the quality and everything. The people who watch the stuff they don't. They don't care that much. You ever that, have anyone complain? Be like, man, it seems like you're on a hundred forty dollars setup. Never, <laughs> no, never. Right. And even since I've switched, I've I can only remember one comment of someone saying, "Your lighting is better." Yeah, and that was it. Nothing about switching from seven twenty p to to four k or from a a twenty dollar microphone to a three hundred dollar microphone or whatever. It's like they don't notice that. Yeah. they're there for the content and for the personality. your your personality, and that's. That's, what you, that's all you got. It's so it's so weird too, because in the in the
0: corporate world, music video world, and stuff like that, mm-hmm. gear really does matter. Like gear will get you hired. Mm-hmm. You know, from certain <laughs> certain commercials you may have been in that you know yeah. you can show up with a red camera that costs. I mean, what well, on average, like probably the whole rig, like thirty grand. Mm-hmm. Like that's why people are going to hire you. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean you're good at what you're doing. Yeah. But you can show up with twenty five hundred dollar or a hundred and forty dollar I can't imagine you showing up for a corporate commercial with an Olympus but um, you know <laughs> strapped you strapped around should, his yeah. <laughs> neck
2: hey guys yeah I'm
0: ready <laughs> but you can show up in and, and because that camera setup doesn't look like it's big and expensive people doubt you instantly and you can be mm-hmm. the best videographer out there yeah yeah it's it's
1: it's strange and then so you upgraded I upgraded and it for me it helped it helped more with my motivation, I guess, to do it because I felt better about the content I was putting out. Um, but even then, the the, the flame was already lit, you know, like the ball was already rolling. I, I just continued to grow more and more, but it was it was more so because I stayed consistent with putting out content, um, for people to watch. Because on YouTube, it's from what I've learned, it's uh, you have to stay regular with your, um, with your uploads. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if it's, if it's just a a video saying, Hey, this is what I did this week. But if if people want something, if you say you're going to put something out every Monday, people expect something every Monday. Yeah. And that's, that's the biggest part of it.
2: So your, your videos seem to have a, like a niche on like the style of music and is that, or based on most of them that I've seen does, is that based on, like, that's the kind of music that you prefer to listen to, or what made you take that route?
1: Not quite. Um, I hardly ever do videos for the music that I prefer. Mm-hmm. I, the way that I approached <clears throat> or started to do it, um, I do the whatever's newest, the newest song, like the, mu- the newest music videos that have came out, yeah. um, or the songs that are trending at the moment, because that has helped. Mm-hmm. With YouTube, the algorithm, when people search for Cardi B, Mm -hmm. it'll pull up Cardi B, the the most viewed videos first, as well as like the official Cardi B stuff. But then it's it's the things of other videos that are Cardi B related. So when if a new video by Cardi B comes out, then it'll have the new video first and then everything will trickle down after that. So if it's Cardi B reactions or Cardi B, uh, you know, breakdown, whatever, then all of those come next. So when people click on Cardi B and then they look at the recommended videos, mm-hmm. it'll be my my video popping up. So it's like if the new Spider-Man
0: trailer comes out, then underneath that is, you know, a bunch of people reacting to the new Spider-Man trailer. Mm-hmm. Never even thought of that. That it's, it's genius.
2: I'm thinking we should do a reaction video sometime.
0: Yeah, to to movies or TV. Mm-hmm. I I couldn't do the music
2: stuff. We could we could react to Aaron's reaction. (laughs) That'd be yeah. (laughs) Shay react to Aaron. I'll
1: sit in the background (laughs) and do my own reaction to you guys.
0: (laughs) Reaction Inception. I I really loved the um the Adele one. Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, for her most yeah, Yeah. um, Easy on Me. I think it was yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Even just like your shock at her pain in the video and. Mm-hmm. yeah
1: well that was the first time i had ever heard adele mm-hmm. I, that
0: well, shocked me
1: yeah same <laughs> I mean, it was a
0: little disrespectful i, I felt
2: like I,
1: <laughs> I and understandable but I, I again that's not the genre music that i listen to just on my day to day i'm not riding in my in my car you know tattoos out fucking listening to adele <laughs> i mean i do <laughs> tattoos out listening to adele hey we all got different along. preferences <laughs> but no, and I, I mean I, I know' I've, I've heard Adele like in the background of things or on the radio yeah. or stuff, but I've never like tuned into it. yeah, paid attention to the lyrics and right right you know, right
2: you're more of a Taylor Swift person that's'm I'm a, I'm a Swifty yeah, I thought yeah. so <laughs> Swifty is that a thing <laughs> I think that's the name of
1: it yeah. but uh, I, just, I just uh, like
0: the way that you, you break it down too and uh, I'll admit some of the some of the hip hop ones that are broken down I'm like dang that's a, that's what that meant. <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't that. know what they said right yeah. there. Yeah. Would yeah. you say that some of the, just like in poetry, right? Which I mean, lyrics and stuff for music is basically that. Mm-hmm. Would you say some of that or a lot of it is um, opinionated, right? Like you're 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 taking lyrics and saying this is what they're saying.
1: For sure, they could be interpreted in several different ways. Yeah. Okay. They can a lot of a lot of the more lyrical artists. Um, have better wordplay than other artists and so they can they can have like double entendres or um, innuendos and things like things that they can they can say this but it can it can be taken in three or four different ways depending on the the context or Mm -hmm. what they're referring to so it's and i i try to break down some of those in the in the more lyrical songs but if i tried to do every one of them, my reaction videos would be a damn podcast mm-hmm. yeah and i'd sit there for an hour talking about well this this bar they said this and we gotta go back two bars and catch what he also could have meant if we said that so yeah it's uh it's fun though i do enjoy it i yeah. do enjoy talking to the People in the comments too. There, (laughs) tell us about that. Yeah, let's let's (laughs) talk about the comments section.
0: They say don't ever go in the comments section. I'm starting to see why. I saw that on a Disney movie.
1: (laughs) The comments on the the comments on the YouTube videos are not as uh, aggressive, I guess. But if we're talking about comments on like my Instagram, that's a different. Yeah, across socials, you know, Instagram, your OnlyFans, like. all that you wouldn't believe how many DMs I get from guys and girls asking for me to start in OnlyFans and, I mean, like, you guys couldn't pay me enough <laughs>
0: how much is enough <laughs>
1: we'll talk about that off yeah. air
0: but I, I mean taylor and i are lucky enough to have the little green circle on our instagram right so we can see some of the behind the scenes stuff that the public doesn't and some of the comments that are up there I'm just like, <laughs> the close friends yeah yes. just mm-hmm. yeah, close friends that's what it's called i just call it the green circle i'm in the circle of trust the green one
2: that could be our podcast name
0: the green circle the green circle okay the circle of trust by valhalla there but yeah some, some of them uh yeah
1: it, it's bold it's it's super bold and i don't i don't post the majority of them i don't i post hardly any of them but i've gotten and it's i don't i don't take it offensively but i could see how like girls do when when guys send them like unsolicited pictures Mm -hmm. because i get that from guys and it's i don't i don't know if that's the vibe i give off i hope not and i'm not i don't care how anyone swings but i like the women, I understand when they say that. Is, is there cussing on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> we said that we
0: would naturally kind of get into it, so.
1: Well, the I've held back, but the go uh, ahead. <clears throat> naked pictures. We'll, we'll say that that when you get those, when you're not expecting them, and you you get one from a, a man that you don't know. It's a little. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it's not it's not the best message to receive <laughs> you're like
0: hey i wonder what jason's got to say Whoa. <laughs> oh
1: jason <laughs> uh, yeah it's
0: uh but yeah, i mean you have a point you 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 talk about you know you know now you know how the ladies feel and they talk about that and some of them are, are i don't know if you i've seen it on tiktok all the time they're retaliating right they'll go find out if you got a, if you got a girlfriend
1: oh for sure yeah
0: and then they'll just be like boom screenshot boom send mm-hmm. guess what your twelve-year marriage is now over, you know. Yeah, it, and rightfully so. I think they should do that. I don't, I, I'm, you know, I'm not you. I don't get the the random photos <laughs> in, my, in my inbox. I am thankful. <laughs> Stop um, forwarding forwarding yeah. them to. I'll see. Yeah, I'll send them to yeah, you. Yeah, the, you the you only ones them. I get for, are from you and Taylor. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I can't. I can't imagine that would. Yeah, I yeah. would not be okay with that. Your YouTube, we've we've always talked about. that. I'm curious because because I don't know, but I know that you've spoke a little bit about changing the direction of some of it also maybe starting another channel um, mm-hmm. i do in a little bit you've talked about want to do some travel stuff um, yeah yeah what what are what are some plans for the future for that
1: well my initial plan because i i spoke with people who um are established on youtube and they've been doing it for a while now and, and they've uh they've given me the um the guidance of if I want to start something new to start a new channel, because people who subscribe to my my reaction channel, they don't want to come to my reaction channel for reactions and cooking if I start a cooking channel or something. so you need to separate your your lanes almost mm-hmm. and it makes sense to some extent, but my the approach that I'm going to go with um, because YouTube offers playlists. So as a creator you can separate your videos into different playlists. So I'm just gonna use my channel BTM T V as as if it's like a like the cable provider. And then in the playlist I'll have like the reactions playlist. And then you if you wanna just go to my traveling playlist, all my travel videos will be in there. Okay. Or my um unboxing playlist or or whatever so i can just separate things like that
0: you're gonna start one of those toy unboxing things for like kids toys and with like the little squishies yeah Mm -hmm. ryan out there making billions of dollars unboxing toys
1: yeah it's i don't know how i feel about that (laughs) i think i think a lot of people come
0: to your channel more so for you Mm -hmm. you know i think you've built kind of like this this aaron baker brand i don't even know if you have your name on the channel, but
1: not in the title. Y- yeah, kind of but
0: thing. I mean, you've built this brand around yourself. So mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's a good idea. Like, the, there's going to be a, a high percentage of people that are going to want to watch you travel, mm-hmm. especially the people that are in your comments, you know? So um, <laughs> yeah. I think that is a good idea to make the, the playlist.
1: Speaking of that, I had a early on, I, I, maybe when I had like f- five, around like 5,000 subscribers or something, there was a, a lady, I can't remember her name, she offered me um a weekend at her town home i can't remember where it was but she in the comments in my youtube comments she was like hey my husband and i we are we're not gonna be able to use this this year do you want it and i was like like, yeah yeah for sure and this is (coughs) when i still worked at the airport so i could fly for free wherever and i would have had a free place to stay but i never turned back from her so
0: covid so (laughs) that's something too you used to work at the airport Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Is it called a para in school mm-hmm. you want to explain that because I, I don't know even how to explain it
1: it's i'm a a para educator um and it's i just i help out in the classroom um with the kids who need just a little more push mm-hmm. a little more you know mm-hmm. just to stay focused yeah. and that kind of stuff it's it's super easy and it's it's fun so to work
0: with you're doing that as well as airport and youtube i was and now youtube's getting you to the point where you can basically just do YouTube right
1: if I stay consistent yes as of as of right now, well within the last year um at the beginning of the year in may or actually it was it was last year in November, I messed up my knee playing basketball um and then I messed it up again because I didn't know what really happened, so I tried playing again and March and instantly like the third play it, it crapped out because I then the next day went to the doctor, found out I had a torn ACL and a mm. torn, two torn MCLs. Um, so I had to have surgery on that. So for the first or April and May, I was on crutches and I couldn't do anything. And I bought my house at the end of February. So I, I've just had a lot. uh to occupy my time um prioritized over youtube so i I just haven't been with it as much this year but it's i'm getting to a point now to where i'm back i've uploaded uploaded four videos this week dang and it's wednesday i've uploaded
2: four photos my story (laughs) do you typically uh knock out several in a day if you're like sitting down you're ready to go do you do more than one in a day
1: i like to i yeah. like to yeah because it does it, it takes maybe 30 minutes at the most to record one video so if i'm it takes more time to set up equipment and mm-hmm. to get everything situated correctly so if i'm gonna do all that i would like to get in f- four or five videos if i can yeah. at one time yeah and then just periodically release them you yes, change so.
0: outfits in between each video Listen, just, listen. just shirts <laughs> do
1: you like, I do. no yeah, i do yeah. yeah
0: i've always wondered that because i know like joe rogan for his podcast i think sometimes although they're like three hours long i think sometimes he does two or three a day mm-hmm. and i was wondering like do you get changed in between that or you just
1: very quick little outfit change yeah <laughs> okay so i just i ran into the closet and put on a different show mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and you and me it'd be literally we just i like, change colors yeah that's the thing i just, just always go black or black blue. gray or white which what i wear now
1: mine is too my my wardrobe pretty much but i try to spice it up every now and then with a
2: add some camo yeah
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is the brightest my wardrobe gets right here (laughs) so what about you guys you guys what what was the um what was the point where you guys were like listen let's let's do let's do this together let's start merging to where it's it's not just you doing your own thing and me doing my own thing when when was it like the point of like okay let's Let's start something.
0: you talk about, like, the the media company? Yeah. I didn't know if you were talking about why we started the podcast. Um, No, no, in the beginning. Yeah, we talked a little bit about this on the first one, right, where it's really, it was, we were just being asked to do a lot of the photo and video combo. And then we we were making money to where it was like i don't want to go to jail for Mm -hmm. tax evasion or anything right i i don't know i just didn't make sense to freelance anymore Mm -hmm. and noticing that we could we could build something bigger Mm -hmm. together with a name although i do feel it's the name has been hard i think this is what we're talking about with you that i feel like you've built a brand taylor and shane kind of became a a brand brand. Yeah. yeah not to i'm not trying to be like braggadocious about anything but it did because most of the time we get asked for Taylor or Shane, not mm. Valhalla. But I think that just wanting to build something bigger, wanting to build a name, having dreams, it just, it made sense to do it with, with this guy right here. I don't know. What do you think?
2: I think, man, I always had that, that goal and mindset of, I I really wanted to build something that wasn't Taylor trickle. And that's even why even recently like i don't post many things on like my taylor instagram or stuff like that it's because i'm i always wanted to build something bigger and so when shane and i started talking about valhalla like as our a company before there was ever even a name like we had all these things that we wanted to do not just photo not just video you know not just marketing not whatever we wanted it all to be in there and we wanted to have a team And I think that was something we both got pretty fired up about in the beginning is like, yeah, it's great to be doing this together, but we, I'm like, man, we could build a team that I wanna be, I wanna build something that's like a one-stop shop. So that's not just Shane and I, that's not just me on my own or Shane on his own. Mm -hmm. And let's let's freelance a little bit. Um, We wanted to build something that's like it's forever and something that technically our kids could work for if they wanted to in the future. Yeah,
0: you know. I wanted to build something that just never to work for anyone yeah. ever again. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, some of the, the jobs that I have and uh, I don't want to work for anyone anymore. And I've always been kind of like a business person without a business degree, um, something that somewhat has come natural. I, I think Taylor just found this out the other day, too. I actually, I was 20 years old, 19, and I started a um, an entertainment company. I've never told you this either. Uh-uh. So it was called, uh, gosh, Felixstowe Promotions. So I was born in Barry St Edmunds in England. I spent most of my life uh, in Felixstowe, which is a little town right on the ocean of England, which is not anything fancy because it's freezing cold there and the beach is all rocks. But it <laughs> sounds cool. Yeah, but the name's cool. So I started Felixstowe Promotions, and what we would do <clears throat> is uh, we would, you know, when you go to a club, people would hand out flyers, and you go to under twenty-one clubs. So, I was living in Seattle. Like, that was a, a big thing, like, get people out. And then that evolved into me being allowed to, underage, as long as I didn't drink, promote for 21 and over. And so, I did a lot of promotions for that. And then that grew into.
1: So, you were one of those people handing out flyers? No, like, I had people that
0: handed out flyers, which is a weird thing to think of. It Like, I, I'm pretty sure I was 19. Um, 19 years old. I had, like, 25, 26, 30 year olds like handing out flyers to. The kids to go into under you know 21 clubs and then like i say, that evolved to to over 21 it's just
1: <laughs> probably something you couldn't do today but no no it's it's <laughs> having grown yeah in.
0: times times change right <laughs> um and then i got weirdly offered a it was scion asked me like you know toyota scion mm-hmm. asked me to run a black tie event i'm gonna talk about faking it till you make it mm-hmm, man so I did a black tie event for them. Monster asked to, and funny enough, the days lined up. So Monster asked to do something the exact same day that Scion did. So then, of course, I'm an idiot. I'm like, yeah, I'll do both. Um, <laughs> so we, they wanted to do uh, a paintball event. So I did a paintball event. But then it all worked out because then i just invited everyone from the paintball event to also go to the black tie event genius and it just looked you know so all those people were excited and we, i had cases upon case of monster in my house for <laughs> probably two years before i moved out um, yeah. but yeah so that then helped <coughs> helped me get into i did a not ufc but like a mma event a big one at uh, tacoma center which mm-hmm. is like the here is um what is it called interest, interest arena same thing uh and then i ended up moving i was asked to basically buy it out and i was like sure so someone bought it and ran that sucker right into the ground (laughs) uh uh, yeah gone not a thing anymore Uh, i was supposed to get you know royalties and stuff for it too a little percentage here and there each month gone Mm. uh didn't take long
1: was that inevitable or was it on their part like, do you think it was like you were just keeping it afloat? It's, it's a grind. It takes a certain type of
0: person, um, to so you. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Ladies' Night, Tuesday. Like it's every single night mm-hmm. that, you, and it's, it's just a grind. And if you if you don't want to be in that scene every single night, it's not going to work out. And I did at the time. But that's also why, like now, I I don't drink. I don't go to bars. I don't go to clubs. I was doing that. I mean, for one, growing up in England, I was doing that from like 12. But, you know, they come in here. I was doing it since, you know, I was 19 years old every single night. Was it inevitable? I don't think so. I I don't want to think that because it was my baby, right? I don't Mm want to think that I was was the reason for that. I don't don't really, truly don't feel like I was. But Mm -hmm. the person that bought it, yeah, probably probably inevitable so they also had this thing and i don't remember the name of it it was a website like facebook and kind of it was kind of cool it was facebook for, for clubbers mm-hmm. so you go on there you have a profile you got you know aaron baker on there you know and it's like i go to these clubs and you have like your top eight you just like facebook they're pretty much ripping off facebook but it was only for clubbing and you'd be yeah we're going out to dvs tonight at 11. it was this whole social network just for clubbers they're the people that bought it in i mean it, they're gone you, Dang. i want to say it was like wild wild and free or something no, i don't remember <laughs> wild, and free. wild and free um yeah so that then you know it's been many years but it's just always been on my mind that i want to start something else like I, I don't want to work for anybody I just want to work for me and mm-hmm. and so I think it's just been that's been inevitable is that I would end up starting something and then I just met someone with the same passion and
2: mm-hmm. yeah I was new like so first I worked in construction remodeling all through high school and then a year after and I knew I wanted to do my own thing so even back then i started something called solid rock construction so i just started doing my own remodels and stuff like that and like throughout time i literally was like starting little things here and there because i just knew i just i was always that guy that wanted to be i was pretty innovative in like everything i worked in and then i'd have like managers or whatever above me and they're just like complacent and so i'd be like we could get better if we do this more efficient if we do this it would look better if we did this and they're just like no that's just not how we do things and stick so to the, stick to the basics yeah go by the book if it ain't broke taylor then we ain't gonna fix it mm-hmm. it was broke in my opinion <laughs> that's just how i imagine a midwest person would have said it <laughs> it was it was bad Like i, I worked at home depot uh, as a flooring specialist for a year and i i had a i did have a manager that he thought a lot like me so i like actually loved my job and my job was really to help people one pick their flooring um but then also like build out their entire plan like so if they're gonna like floor their entire house or their main floor or whatever um i'd be doing all the measurements and that kind of stuff and um sorry about that that's right (laughs) just you know just live in front of millions of people just leave our phone on and uh, uh so i I really loved my job there because my manager Josh w- thought a lot like me. Well, he ended up getting another job uh, because his manager was like that like there was just like, no, nope, there's no growth. He got a different job, and technically, I should have gotten that like department head job <laughs> like I was the guy, and they decided to move the the paint department head over to be the flooring department head. It was a pay raise for him. But he knew nothing about flooring. He came up with the idea of painting floors. It's just it's <laughs> revolutionary. I don't know that he knew much about paint either. <laughs> and uh, literally, I, it started being like he would be working with a with a customer, and then he'd get on the radio and he's like, "Hey Taylor, could you come over to aisle blah blah blah? I got a customer over And I go over and he just all he just he just didn't know how to answer the questions. Mm-hmm. And so that was like a, a moment for me back then. That was twenty. Uh, 2012 i think and i was like yeah i'm not doing this for the rest of my life like working for people that just can't think big picture yeah and i mean i still had to have jobs to pay bills and that kind of stuff but it was like every job i got into there's just you hit that that ceiling where they're just like this is what we are like this is as big as we're getting and i just struggle with that like that's something like shane and i connected right away on the fact of like there's no ceiling. Like we dream huge. We know like we gotta take baby steps and we gotta do things right, but it's like, man, like the world is world is our oyster. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it, it's it's one of those things wanting to work wanting to work for yourself kind of drives you. Mm-hmm. Right. So you you're gonna be done with the school eventually. So right. You, Hopefully hopefully no one there is listening right now. And they're like, wait a minute. I didn't know that you were, you were leaving. (laughs) They they you fired. Um, So it brings up uh, something that I'm sure a lot of creatives, people that want to work for themselves and not work for people like the motivation piece. Mm -hmm. How do you, and uh, you're saying that it's been hard for you lately to put stuff out. Like, how do you stay motivated? I know it's something that's, that's hard for for us at times too. Absolutely. Um, You know, how do you stay motivated to get up every morning, get in front of that camera record a reaction or a travel video or respond to your comments or whatever
1: well I mean it kind of um, goes back to what you guys are saying uh, to the like the glass ceiling like or to the to the ceiling when you work for a company or mm-hmm. you know uh, a nine-to-five job or whatever like there's only a certain height that you can reach with that job but when you work for yourself it's it's whatever you want it to be so if you want to put in 15 hours a day, and, and watch yourself grow, then that's all on you. Yeah. If you want to work two hours a day, then yeah, cool. You can relax, but you're not going to go too far very quick. So in the beginning, when I very first started, I, I guess my start was more um, lucky because it was uh, during COVID. And so I was working from home and I had all the free time that I wanted, so I just I'd sit at home and I would start recording and I would I'd pump out, mm-hmm. you know, four or five videos at a time. And I just. <laughs> easy. <laughs> and um, so the I just I started seeing everything, you know, get in motion. And um, it was one of the cool things that really. Then when I said to myself, like, all right, this is this is something that I can. I can do and I can have fun with. I did a, uh, a reaction video to one of my favorite rappers. His name is King Los, and it was a freestyle that he did on like Hot 97 or something. And um, the video had maybe like three or four hundred views, maybe. Mm-hmm. And he himself commented on the video and said, thank you. Appreciate it or something like that. And I was like, damn. That's pretty cool. Well, Fuck. All right. Let's, let's get it going. Let's, let's keep it rolling. And that was, that was, I already had motivation to to continue it, but that was like, that was the cherry on top. I was like, so I'm doing this and you know, I'm not getting a whole lot of love right off the top. And I already knew that it wasn't going to be, I put out a video and it gets 10 million views first day. Like it's, it's a grind, Mm -hmm. but to see him, that the artist that I was doing a reaction to watch my video and from his account, with the blue verified check mark commented on my video i was like all right this is this is fun taylor is-
0: just geeks out about stuff like that <laughs> yeah we got a guy sam newton he's a uh, videographer and he comes out you know he's he was always wearing a, a white turtleneck turtle i was about to yeah. say v-neck um and he came out with his own v-neck and one of his slogans is like stay creamy
2: yeah yeah well, because he has this whole thing like milk well youtubers always are like coffee you know like make the coffee peter mckinnon yep. that kind of vibe so sam newton came out of the gate just like kind of calling out all the cliches of creative youtubers mm-hmm. and instead of uh make it like basically a cup of coffee he had literally just a cup of cream and it's like because most youtubers are like no cream just like black coffee from wherever and he's just like cup of cream all cream <laughs> so hashtag stay creamy yeah so he had
0: came out with his own <coughs> can you want to say Vita? <laughs> Tur- turtleneck <coughs> turtleneck and taylor of course buys one puts yeah, it, it on does a photo shoot <laughs> posts it on his instagram and sam newton shares it on his story comments on it or whatever and i mean this he is for a week that's like all oh, these, we, And, that's and dope, then it's you know, it I mean it's those are the people we look up to. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean there's a there's a lot of people in the industry that that I look up to and I probably be the same way. And, um what was it, Nightly? Are they a group or just a person?
2: They're a band. They're a band. So,
0: yeah, Nightly, he did a cover on Nightly and they commented on it and shared it on their story. Yeah. Mm. I just don't know if I can deal with that being famous on social media blowing up on so whatever going viral mm-hmm. i remember i posted a tiktok it was a really simple one of taylor was laying down on a stool Do you mm-hmm. remember that one mm-hmm. with the skateboard
1: at his house yeah yeah
0: so that one within like a day was it like two hundred fifty thousand views ridiculous amount of likes and stuff and that's cool to say and it's great you know you go viral or something but man my phone would not shut up and yeah. i just that was my moment where i was like if if I'll, how ever became you know like a vayner meteor mm-hmm. like gary v yeah, style that. i would be the dude in the back <clears throat> the way i'll run it yeah. t- taylor can be the face <laughs> like i can't deal with it all day i mean it, would, it didn't stop for mm-hmm. i think around 72 hours i had to silence my phone at night when i went to sleep for those three days because it just would not stop
1: but mm-hmm. that's all you got to do i mean you <clears throat> and i'm not saying that i'm i'm at that point or i'm used to or but you 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 learn to like um, pick and choose which apps you get notifications from and Mm -hmm. and when you want notifications on. And all of that stuff is controllable as far as like what you're allowing into your daily life. And it's, I think it's, I think it's fun. And as far as like Taylor getting recognized by these bands and these, uh, these uh, YouTubers and stuff, that's, that's another reason as to why I have so much fun with it is because you, you never know who's watching and just how you're, you scroll through Instagram or Snapchat, whatever you're looking through. Celebrities, they all do the same thing and Mm -hmm. they get, they get recommended different videos of people they don't follow and all this and that. And all it takes is one view from, from one person to see something like, damn, I like him. Let me reach out to him. And that could be a connection to anything. Mm -hmm. And that could be, that could change your life.
0: It's like that cherry on top i don't think you know taylor's singing the song because he loves it he's wearing the sweater because you know probably partially it looks good it really does it's a pretty mm-hmm. cool sweater mm-hmm. uh turtleneck sorry um <laughs> but you know someone commenting the person that designed it or the person that sung the original song it's like that cherry on top you don't do it for the reason the reason for the comment but right yeah it's a pretty big bonus that they they
2: comment i'm just waiting for travis barker apparently that's how you make it in music right now is you yeah. just get travis barker to
0: yeah, he's just been finding people on TikTok, right? Yeah. And then signing them, and you have to do some reaction videos. Bro,
2: Avril Levine signed to DTA now. Really? Yeah, like she literally has signed under Travis Barker, like came back strong. Travis Barker signed her, and now she's killing it. See, that's
1: all it takes, one back. person to see it. Yep,
0: she was probably making videos on TikTok, hoping someone would recognize her, and <coughs> Travis Barker did. Good for her. like, hey, I remember you used to <coughs> make music
1: <Yeah. laughs> years and years ago. You look real familiar for some reason.
0: Yeah, socials weird. I don't know. I uh, what? Do, what do you think about? Obviously, you can't speak on a like a doctor, but like the psychology of people just wanting likes on social media. Yeah, it's, I hide the counts now. I just I don't
1: even I don't want to see it. it. It gives people, and again, I'm not a doctor. I, I ordered my degree, but it hasn't came yet. <laughs> um, but it gives people the the sense of. Uh, accomplishment or, or acceptance, mm-hmm. you know, when they get those likes and they see the numbers go up and it's it becomes that's how they identify as whoever they portray themselves as on social media. And if they're not that liked on social media then maybe their confidence in real life isn't yeah isn't as high when they're around other people who look like the people on social media and it's I think it's tough for sure, um, for the younger generations who have only grown up with that because again i work at a high school and so i see all these kids who are constantly and i, I it's not that i'm immune to it I'm, I'm on my phone quite often as well but these kids they don't know anything else they live on it and it's it's always tick tock and even just walking in the halls they're practicing tick tock dances and shit and it's no way <laughs> they're just out there like oh yeah, yeah yeah that's it that's all the time they'll yeah. set their phone up anywhere They'll be at the store. They'll be in the in the hallway anywhere. They'll they'll just set their phone up against something. This Girls just... will come out of nowhere and everybody just starts <clears throat> doing a choreography dance. And
0: you ever get yelled at by them for like walking in in, in front of one of their TikTok no, dances? I
1: farted in one of them once, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it was silent, so I don't think. That...
2: Uh that's strange like I'm, I, we're not in that world at all like watching kids making TikToks. so like, like i don't see that as real life even though i see it's on TikTok. but i don't see that like in the hallway
1: like oh five days a week i'm around 13 to 18 year olds and it's
0: dang it's kind of weird how uh, it's weird how a lot of people have become immune to this um this camera in your face at, you know like vloggers right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. people walking all the time yeah, I'm out here in New York City. And people just walk by like it's nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now we've got the, and I've, I'm not going to be able to talk <coughs> about this much at all, but um, the Metaverse. Yeah. Is it called Metaverse? The Metaverse. Meta. Mm-hmm. Metaverse. I, know, I don't I'm know really, really interested. anything interested. Yeah, I'm interested, and I, I can't wait to sit down and read about it, but it sounds a lot like, uh, we were talking about this today, uh, Ready Player One.
1: Mm-hmm. You know anything about it? Probably not more than you.
0: Yeah. It's like a... You can create your own avatar and i'm assuming oculus mm-hmm. and you know the what's the one that you have you virtual know, reality virtual reality VR stuff, stuff you, yeah. you put on and you can literally be in in your underwear in bed right now doing this podcast at our table but yeah. but not here
1: it's i love it i love the the innovation and the how much stuff is growing but it's mm-hmm. it's also it, it's it has its cons like it's, it's scary mm-hmm. for a lot of reasons as well but I I can only hope that it's, um, used correctly and, yeah. you know, not abused, but
2: I'm sure it will be. And like, there'll be people that go both directions. And mm-hmm. It's interesting. Like it is scary in the side of like, um, it's, I feel like it has the potential to cause a lot more like separation. So like, even though it's like bringing you together in a virtual world, like people are going to not know how to react, but interact in like person mm-hmm. more and more and more. And I feel like if you already look at the next generations walking around, like singing and dancing to their phone, not really uh, aware of the world around them, then you step into this virtual world where you're like attending meetings, going to school, whatever. And mm-hmm. you're in a virtual class. You see your classmate over there that he's got blue hair and his, you know what I mean? Like, arms. Uh, yeah. I think, <laughs> exactly. think
0: about what it's done to the dating world. Hmm. I was never really about it. I mean, I, I definitely, you know, I had Tinder at one point, and what was the other one? Bumblebee. Bumble. Yep. Um, but I think people they- on there with all this confidence,
2: you know, and then, yeah, you get catfished. I was going to say, let me watch an episode, episode of Catfish. Yeah, yeah. Like They're just dating on in the metaverse. It's Shane and I dating. <laughs> I would definitely build a character and just to, just to <laughs> mess with both of you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's also the thing with, like, a person's confidence they are mm-hmm. they're uh free they they feel free to say anything and do anything when it's online mm-hmm. and that that can be used for the worst as well like with bullying because when trolling and stuff trolling yeah. all that shit so when yeah. when social media mm-hmm. came around and people you know could say anything they wanted to and there's no consequences yeah so why why would that be any different with the metaverse and it, it's it's just a slippery slope for yeah. for bullying and not that i'm like you know, some huge advocate for to stop bullying, but it, I don't know. It's just, I'm
0: sure you see it all the time being, working at the school, right? At least the, the not being yourself online piece, right? You see someone in person, you know what they're like, right? For sure. And then you probably see them be a certain way online.
1: Yeah. Oh Well, I mean, I don't, I I don't interact with these kids online or anything, but I, I do see that these kids will, uh, Show that they're very outgoing and and um, you know goofy and stuff when they make these videos. But then when you try to talk to them, mm-hmm. it's a one word response. Or you know they they're very socially awkward and they don't like to yeah. to interact with the people around them. But they'll sit there and they know forty five dances on cue. You know to all these different sounds and I don't know I don't know is how- Isn't
2: that interesting? Like how it's flipped so much. Like it used to be like people couldn't talk in front of a camera we have right. that people those people like in the older generation that well, we did that thing today <laughs> yeah <laughs> we did you put a camera in their face and they're like but now like it's completely flipped you try to talk to them in person and they're like that mm-hmm. but you put a camera in their face and they're right. oh roll. yeah
0: they're spitting fire we did we did a thing today with we talked about the older generation we mm-hmm. we put a camera in front of probably what like 10 people singularly um and you got people on the side like it's not hard you just get in and like you say this this and this look here let me show you and then they move aside and then they get in front of the camera and they're like okay let's do this so i am shane and have a happy holidays and then they were like 30 takes in yeah. and i know them all i love them they're great they're amazing people good friends yeah. of mine it's just funny it's just funny to see one of them particularly anthony if you're watching sorry i'm calling him out like he's on the sideline like guys you just you you just got to do this you got to do that and then he got in front and he's like he, he wow, was this like this is weird yeah this is weird and then instead of saying this whole piece that he was going to say it was just like happy holidays and just walked off mm-hmm. the thing and it just it's so true that we are that all these people that mm-hmm. I'm talking about get up in front of hundreds of people sometime thousands or thousands thousands is a little much mm-hmm. but they get in front of a lot of people and they are so well spoken when they do it I watch them do it all the time but as soon as that camera was locked on them and they're talking to they're just the room of of all friends they, they completely lock up mm-hmm. yeah. you bring up a really good point because the younger generation putting them in front of hundred people that's not on a camera they wouldn't they wouldn't be out they just freeze up you know Mm -hmm. put them in front of a a zoom with one million people they're probably up there susie's probably up there just confident let me show you these dances yeah Yep.
1: no problem the very first video that i did i wasn't even recording a video yet it was this was a year and a half ago before i started before i even had a youtube channel and i was i was like okay let me let me practice let me see if I can you know if I can do this, how I sound this and that mm-hmm. and i I just set up the camera, I put on a little tripod and I'm in my house. I'm by myself. There's not a soul in the house, and i I hit record, I start sweating, <laughs> I'm stuttering, and I'm not even doing anything. I'm just like trying to talk to the camera like, okay, hi, my name's Aaron, you know I'm starting YouTube channel and I'm fucking i I'm sweating like I'm wiping my face, I'm like this. I don't, I don't know if i could do this.
0: <laughs> i've done it i've been there it's scary i did the um fun, funny enough we talked about the the viral video a lot of people were in the comments like how'd you do it how'd you do it in post you know uh post being like the, the edit um mm-hmm. and i was like well i, t- I started to type it out because i was like ain't no way i'm going to record this and right and then just too much to type so i was like you know let me let me get taylor and let him set up a you know a little vlog thing for me and i'll i'll just show them how i did it you know it's mostly going to be a computer i'm going to be a small little square in the top left of the screen and they're just going to watch my mouse go around mm-hmm. i sat in that studio for what three hours and then i ended up deleting it i put <laughs> it up there and i just deleted it because i was like no the hardest thing for me now like i don't mind being in front of camera i can sit here i can talk to you all i can have a blast like it doesn't bother me i don't sweat nothing I just hate hearing my voice. Yeah. <laughs> That's the hardest thing. Like when we decided to do this, I can't stand and listen to my own voice. So I, I feel bad for the people that are out there listening to, listen to it, it, it as well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's it's hard to to get comfortable doing it. I mean, and it's just like any other job. You have to learn the ins and outs, and mm-hmm. um, you you have to gain that confidence within yourself to to forget about the your insecurities or what you think people are thinking about you. It's yeah. just just do it. You I think
0: Jay, Jay Shetty is his name. I was watching a, it was a TikTok or YouTube the other day. <clears throat> he was asked, "I'm going to butcher it." What is something that you no longer care about that meant so much to you before? Mm. And his response was, "Being understood." Yes. Mm-hmm. And he said that well, I no longer care if I'm understood because, at the end of the day, I'm not going to be understood by everybody. And I'm okay with that now. Mm-hmm. And that right there, just listening to that, which is one of the reasons I love TikTok, YouTube, all that stuff, because I wouldn't have heard that had I not been on it. Mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons I love. I'm, most of my TikTok is motivational stuff like that. That just changed my view on a lot of things too. I always feel like I'm misunderstood a lot. Sometimes I'm, I'm called uh, condescending. Mm-hmm. It's a big one, <laughs> which I'm not. Well, maybe I am. I don't know. But I'm not trying to be, <laughs> right. at least. you know, I try to educate, help be kind. And um, I just, I just gave up
1: mm-hmm.
0: being understood. And and once I, I realized that then sitting in front of this camera, getting on this microphone and things like, I just, it just didn't bother me anymore. Cause I'm yeah. like, there's going to, if I can affect one person positively out there and 500 other people just don't understand
2: me, then I, I, I did my job. At least I helped one person. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's, that's super valuable. That was something that was like a changing point in like my life is like a lot of people, they won't, especially jumping into like starting something like we did and starting something like you did, like people don't understand it. And especially like in my situation, quit my job to go start this, you know? And so it's like, I got to that point where like, well, there's gonna be those people that are very like, they worked the nine to five their whole life. Like, they're like, what are you doing? And I just, like, naturally, I never thought of that exact phrase. Like, I stopped caring about being understood, but I naturally stopped caring about that. Like, yeah. I, I didn't stop in that moment caring what people think, but I stopped caring, like, I, I don't. they don't need to know why I'm doing this. They don't need to understand where I'm going. They don't need to, like, I'm just going to show them. And mm-hmm. so that was definitely something that, I when you said that, I was like, man, I actually had that mind shift change I never thought about it.
0: I doubt there's a lot of people that are on their deathbed, at, you know, 80, 50, 90, whatever, they're like, "Man, I miss I wish I was more understood." Yeah. I wish I'd worked 9 to 5 more. <laughs> yeah. You know that Trevor dude that that got, got the paint job as a manager, man. I would love to have worked for him
2: longer. No, like if you're good. my grandpa, you just you you try to not be understood. Yeah. <laughs> Things that comes out of his mouth, you're like, "What?" Yeah, I got to meet him and he's a
0: trip. <laughs> yeah, I just I just don't think it. It's that important. Of course, you know, you want to talk relationships, friendships and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Of course you you want your sitting of an other to, to understand you. And, right. You know, that's all about those, communication. those close people. Yeah. yeah. But when you're on this thing, I get it. Not everyone's going to believe what I say or,
2: you know, be out there fact checking me on some stuff, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. I've had a few people on this podcast. Um, cause we don't really, I mean, we just want to do this. So like, um, we want to have guests like you we had augie and like and there'll be more frequent people and like that are on more often than once and there will be you know people that are on once you know but there was several people like what do you guys talk about just cameras and i'm like no we're just we don't i mean it just goes wherever it goes but yeah there was a lot of people just like i had three or four people like do you guys just talk about like camera gear it's like yeah we we,
0: we have opinions on life too yeah <laughs> not just camera i mean there's we'll, we'll do segments yeah, we're we gonna will. do a pretty cool, uh, one camera versus another camera segment here, like a little five
2: minute, ten minute thing, and Nikon versus. I'm not touching a Nikon. So we could borrow one. I know somebody that we could borrow one from.
1: You want to use my old Olympus? Yes. To yes. To dissect it.
2: And then we could do uh, your phone versus Aaron's phone.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be a. That's definitely gonna be a thing. Mm-hmm. That may separate quite
1: a few of your uh, viewers. Yeah.
2: Somehow Aaron's gets ran over by a mini
1: mini cooper yeah and the mini gets destroyed
2: what is your what is your get up
1: about
0: apple mm-hmm. why don't you like i mean of course i'm i'm stuck is it just a stubbornness thing is it literally like i'm I, you just say that because because no. i've seen you use it and you use it like it's an apple it's an use iphone what
1: your phone what do you, you know? mean i use it like it's an apple i use it like it's a like it's a phone yeah like but it's you a, like I mean, most of the android stuff what you does know i mean like, you use it like an apple <laughs> i mean
0: i just mean you know apple's has a simplistic operating system, right? Very simplistic. Yeah, extremely, like, beautifully remedial simplistic. Almost. Like, you don't... Mm-hmm. It's like the opposite <laughs> of remedial, you know? It's it's beautifully done. Um, Android, you know, you can... It's kind of like a jailbroken phone. Like, you can do all kinds
1: of cool stuff, too. You don't do none of that. Yeah. You
0: know, you just call and text and Snapchat. No, 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 Check no,
1: no, your comments. No, no. Listen, <laughs> first of all, don't put me on the spot like that. But second, I do a lot...
2: He does have a background on his phone. That's not black. Yeah, I will admit and it though, changes
1: every time I, I pull it up. Look, now it's a snowman. I will
2: admit the <laughs> zoom. A snowman. Have you seen the zoom on his now phone? That's a, a horse. That's, <laughs> that's a, a reindeer. That's a reindeer. <laughs> that's, that's a yak. It's a fat reindeer. That's a horse and that's a reindeer. <laughs> 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 have you
0: seen the zoom on his phone? Hmm. It's pretty impressive. What, what kind is that?
1: This phone is the, the S21 uh, Ultra. S21 Ultra. So the camera... I don't know how well you guys can see it. There's several cameras on here, um, but it has a, a total. The zoom on the camera has a 20 time zoom, but if, after you take the picture, you can z- do 100 times Still zoom. Still zoom it in. Yeah. Dang. So it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's a 108 megapixel Whoa. camera.
2: So why don't you just do your YouTube
1: videos on your phone? Yeah, I know. It sounds like it's
0: better than your, well, definitely better than your Olympus.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's better than the Olympus, yeah, that's for sure. And I I have thought about using that, but most of my videos are just stationary, so I don't Mm -hmm. need a lot of different angles or stuff like that, but I've thought about it. Yeah. I might try that out one of these days. I just
2: grew up, so like the first computer I ever used was a Mac 2 that my grandpa had in his basement. I played Snake on it.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) What was that noise? (laughs) and so like i i had a dell for a little bit like a little dell laptop hated it like so bad and then when i jumped back into mac i just like that was just how my brain worked
1: and see i'm the opposite i've never i had in my freshman year of high school i had the first generation ipod touch so it was like it looked like a phone it was one of the ones it was full touchscreen that's the only apple product i've ever had in my life dang really Really? I've never had an iPhone.
0: But do you want some of these? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Shout out new headphones. <laughs> I Very had... Nice. Um,
1: Portobello mushrooms. When I was living...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Portobello mushrooms. <Woo-hoo. laughs> when Another I was type. living in, uh, in Washington, I... I have, I'm trying to think how to explain it. So in the Air Force, I went to Sprint. And I was like, hey, uh, you guys do like military discount? I'm like, yeah, yeah, we do, actually. And I was like, cool. They're like, you work on uh, the Boeing jets? I was like, yeah. They're like, oh, we do a Boeing, Boeing discount as well. Dang. It's like, sweet. So I think I'd had the very first iPhone. Didn't really like it. Um, so they messed up. And they gave me a Boeing CEO account. <laughs> so i could no joke
1: so they paid you to use that right yeah
0: i own sprint um (laughs) no joke i could i i want to say it was either every 15 or 30 days i could take any phone and i could just go give it back and go grab the brand new model that came out so for example one of them and the insurance was insane one of them it was um it was like called like a htc diamond two and this is when they were just coming out with androids left and right, mm-hmm. which is you know one of the reasons I hate them because they're just everywhere. But I, I, it was brand new. Got out of the box. Like literally just took the screen protector. Just took it off. On the HTC? HTC Diamond 2. Mm-hmm. Put it in my pocket. Sat down on the couch. Whoo, slipped right out. Fell in between the couch. Both my ex and I are reclined at the time. I turned to her. I'm like, hey, don't get up. And, and I'm like, get up to go get it. She's like, what's wrong? i was like, I dropped my phone down the couch. She jumps up, closes the couch, and all I hear is <laughs> no joke, just <laughs> crush. So I I took it that same day, took it out. Yeah, here, here's a new one. So I went through so many androids. I mean, just one after the other, after the other, after the other, after the other, and I just never. And then I went to the Note, loved it. And then it was because I went to japan no portugal i went to portugal and i would live there for a year and they just didn't have anything decent they have any samsung the only thing decent they have was iphone mm-hmm. I never went back I, r- I really don't know why we were on this this tangent for phones but yeah and then i never went back and now just everything i own pretty much is mac i got a new laptop sitting somewhere over there that's still in the box that it's already on packed on. in my car it is <laughs> <packed> <laughs> in. okay new mac m one chip yep. Yep. uh that will well, be yep. unboxed tonight but yeah i just
1: well people can can say those like talk shit about Android and say the phones are, you know, cheap this and that it's, but Android is the operating system. Yes. So like you said, you had a T, uh, THC or HTC, HTC.
2: <laughs> I,
0: mean, okay. you can,
1: you can, I mean, you can get a THC in Washington now. <laughs> yeah. It's I don't legal. know if they make phones yet, but you had an HTC and there's, there's all different kinds of, um, brands of phones, but the Android is just the operating system. So I've right. only ever had Samsung. Well, I mean, early early on i had some, i can't remember what it was but nokia <laughs> olympus blackberry <laughs> i did have a blackberry i had the one with the the ball
0: yeah what was the one with i had it when i when i uh, owned the promotion company i had it because it was like the cool thing to have the um you strobe you had the you flip it the, and you type the uh slide or
2: uh, i called it uh, the strobe was a
0: no it a was it blackberry it was it no it came out because it was it was all about the im like and you the, get the im on it they face flipped open. around it. What is it was a, oh a, yeah i had that man i i no joke had a new phone This was before the whole sprint thing i was with t-mobile back then and i i sidekick I had, sidekick the sidekick. sidekick
2: it looks like you're typing on a t yes yeah yes dude can't be it's tapped. a cool, it's bring a that cool idea, idea. <laughs> bring that back it's a cool For idea real. what do you guys think about like the foldable phones i had had one one. i
1: i ordered i had the the z fold three and it's it's a it's a it's an amazing concept but it's just not there yet that fold
0: in the middle of the screen and it's
1: not it's it's not that noticeable but it because of the size of the phone and everything else that Mm -hmm. it has to uh account for it took away from the camera the camera was shitty Mm -hmm. the the operating um it was uh the refresh rate was low it was lower than than what it was i think they upgraded this one but it's just it didn't feel it didn't feel like uh yeah like a, a good smartphone yeah there was, that would there was bother me so bad. like
2: if you see anything like <laughs> the, the fold line or anything mm-hmm. i'd be like no nope.
1: it was nice but it, even the two or three weeks that i had it i rarely opened the phone to use the full screen because mm-hmm. like what, what am i really going to be doing to use two hands to yeah to have this phone, a tablet in my pocket. Yeah, that's what the
0: sidekick's for. Right. Yeah, bring that back. Anyway, Samsung.
2: I mean, you were talking about Samsung, but I've gotten really good at balancing, like even like this phone's pretty big in my hand. I don't have like giant hands, but balancing so I can like reach almost every part of the screen when I'm typing.
1: To get your thumb to the completely opposite side. The pinky
2: is literally like there. (laughs) Oh, have you heard of the pinky thing? I've got it. Have you heard
0: of it?
1: What are you talking about? All
0: right, so you take your pinky. Let me see if I can see it there. You put it out. And there's that curve in it from mm-hmm. where you take where's my phone at? Oh yes. So like you take yes. your phone, you hold it like this, right? <laughs> and your pinky's on the bottom of it. So you have a permanent, so got a permanent like that's what technology is doing to us. Look at that. Look at that. Look, can you see it? Wow. Uh, oh, oh my god. <laughs> You Put that close to, like, that camera or something. That is that is ridiculous. You need to see a doctor. That's like, like that. a
2: surgery needed. The first time I, I saw that, it's because um, the way the bottom of my phone is, like, got that little groove. <laughs> Were you charging your phone with your pinky? <laughs> <laughs> like, I was holding it like this. Yeah. And uh, and next thing you know, I, like, looked. I put my phone up, but I looked at my pinky, and it was, like, red and swollen. It looked like almost like I had a wart right there. I was like, what is... What is wrong yeah, with that's my pinky? I have
1: noticed that before on my pinky.
2: That is really bad now that I look at it in this light. Yeah, I'm <laughs> going to take a picture of that and post
0: it with this podcast.
1: Four or five generations from now, our pinkies are just going to be like... <laughs> yeah, <they're good. laughs> yeah, you
0: don't need those little things <laughs> in the back of the phone anymore. Your, your hand just no. naturally curves
2: into it. Yeah. 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 Sorry, that was a, a bad that's phone a, tangent. But. That's the thing about this podcast, though, is like you never really know where it's going. I was thinking <laughs> like, somewhere in the title, you know how like you can like you can touch on like three type topics like we talk about youtube the metaverse and iphone versus android yeah there you go let people know that there's something more than just like i feel like this podcast even kind of started off a little slow and then all of a sudden we just like got in our
0: in our flow yeah you just gotta get comfortable come more naturally
1: i tried to do that in the beginning and i you can like you can put the description like you can write a description for the videos but yeah I mean, at a certain point, like what you were talking about earlier, the people they come to see you guys. Yeah, like they're just they're here to just listen. Mostly you you today. Well, I mean, all of us. But can't wait to see our comment section after this podcast. (laughs) But I mean, and from my experience watching podcasts, to me, it feels like I'm hanging out with the guys, Mm -hmm. and it's just we're just shooting the shit, talking about this, talking about that. I I can't participate when I'm watching the podcast, but I don't. I didn't come because they were specifically talking about a certain shoe that's or something true. like i'm just i'm just listening i'm just hearing their opinions you yeah. know i know they're funny i know they're they're insightful i'm just and you no, no to idea hang. what's going to come out of their mouth nothing no.
2: not a clue
0: that's why i love this and it's definitely become a, a passion that i don't know we, we we do so much work for other people mm-hmm. i feel like it's kind of time we do some stuff for ourselves and Yeah. this is this is it for me for now like i love it this is it this is the last one yeah. we ever do last one yeah it's over already. <laughs> thanks guys so, for tuning in <laughs> so 2022 is around the corner i don't even know if we're going to post another one before that so <laughs> what's i mean what's that look like for you what what big plans you got anything you can let us in on
1: um I, just trying to get my my channel to back to to speed from what it was before mm-hmm. and actually start other channels and I'm, I'm back at the point again where i was before i started youtube like i I have all these excuses as to why i can't quite do that yet yeah and i know that's an irrational fear like i need to just do it there's mm-hmm. nothing really holding me back but I, I just have so many excuses as to why that's, i haven't done this yet
2: it's easy to just always have these little excuses it's so easy. bro it and it's so convenient
1: yeah it's very convenient because mm-hmm. you just okay i'm not going to start you out i still got to get this or next. do that
2: or get this done first yeah that's something that
0: i just think plagues creatives in in general right mm-hmm. the same thing when people go into the gym mm-hmm. it's like we were supposed to go today and it's raining, it outside. raining. it's already ah, raining dude it's
2: raining and it's windy yeah and i'm feeling but, depressed right now yeah. mm-hmm. the gym's inside <laughs> like yeah on, on this couch yeah now <laughs> so yeah
0: i think it's it's something that we're always riddled with it's like writers of writer block, you know. Mm-hmm. Creatives we get burnout. I think we talked a little bit about that yeah. before, and you get excuses. You know, I've been wanted. To, I was going to take some photos just of these headphones. I thought it'd be cool, and I, know, I had like ten thousand excuses as to why I just didn't want to get the camera out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think helps battle that? No, we think we talked a little bit about that. Earlier, right? Motivation, but what battles those excuses? Because that's the big thing that you also talked about as well. Is you just and eventually you started, mm-hmm. and you kind of got to restart again. Mm-hmm. So, what do you? What did you do before to get yourself to just just start? And what do you? You know, what do you do when you get in that that point where you're being? I mean, let's I'm gonna be blunt. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be condescending, like I said, I can be something like, when you're being lazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like when that's,
1: that's what it is. Um, in in the beginning. I think I started because one, this was during during quarantine, I didn't have anything else to do. There wasn't I couldn't go to the gym, I couldn't Mm -hmm. go hang out with friends, really, everyone was scared. So I was was stuck at home. I was like, "Well, this is perfect opportunity to do videos. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, whatever, let's make it happen. And but once everything started rolling, the motivation kind of came from the viewers, because I would get messages and comments from people who are saying like listen I've been you know I've been down and out like I've hmm. been going through it I got to deal with this and that and such and such passed away and I just lost this and it's but I know that I can rely on you I can come to YouTube and I can I can get a laugh you know I can yeah. I can get some some form of entertainment to help me get my mind off of my everyday struggles and I'm like damn and that's not how I look at it. I look at it as just like I'm just I'm bullshitting. I'm mm-hmm. having fun, you know. I'm just talking shit about some videos or making a comment about this or that. But these people, this is this helps remove them from the shit that is eating at them, you know, on the daily. And so it it kind of came to a point where it's like, well, listen, I'm I'm not only doing this for for me, but I'm also doing it for everyone else the viewers and stuff and that's that's partly where my the my channel name came from btm tv stands for bigger than me tv and because it is it's bigger than me it's it's entertainment and it's i mean i, I don't want to say that it's it's anything more than entertainment but that's how i see it and it's it's for other people so i have to use that sometimes as my um my form of uh motivation passion yeah. and motivation to you know, just to give someone else a smile, because I like to make other people laugh. And yeah. when when I couldn't do that, when I was stuck at home and I I wasn't making anybody laugh or smile, I had to I had to be goofy on online. Yeah, and
0: still waiting for him to make me laugh one day. <laughs> one day, <laughs> I'm sorry,
1: but it's it's like an escape,
0: right? And that's that's the thing, and mm-hmm. that's the thing that drew me in for photography. Uh, was was that that escape? I was going through just it was a rough time in my life you Mm -hmm. know and i got behind the camera put my eye in the little viewfinder thing and whatever was in front of that camera i was taking pictures of and like i wasn't thinking about bills not that i really had any but you know i wasn't thinking about relationship issues you know i wasn't thinking about who was going to be president or anything like that you Mm -hmm. know i was just just thinking about that one thing that was in front of me and how can i frame it And i'm sure it's that's it's that way for a lot of people when you know they watch tv or listen to a podcast or watch you on youtube it's mm-hmm. an escape for them it's yeah. maybe it's 5 10 15 minutes they don't have to worry about their man cheating on them or you know they, their their is going to go off and they're not going to be able to watch you next week mm-hmm. you know it's it's an escape i, mean, I think that's a, an amazing thing and that's we've talked you know about the bad sides of social media a little bit and we've also talked a little bit on the good side and i think that's one of the good things
1: because there is so much bullshit out there that's that's being pushed or <clears throat> recommended from social medias and YouTube and Facebook. They, you know, the 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 clickbait stuff to, to get people riled up and all mm-hmm. that. And when you can just put out wholesome content of mm-hmm. you just not having any political opinions or right. talk about any any tragedies that have gone on, just just letting someone enjoy the moment and not have to worry about all of the bad things going on mm-hmm. that's that's what a lot of people want and they want stuff like this of just hanging out with people and hanging out and not not having to worry about the the bombing last week or yeah, who right. who hit who with a car and a parade and it's that's everyone is bombarded with bad news all the time mm-hmm. and so if, if i or you guys can provide them with something else that's what they want so that's a motivation enough for me
0: yeah i don't know if we talked about this did we talk about um, how china and their tiktok and their social media and stuff works do we ever discuss that you did a little bit with me
1: we talked about it at the at the
0: friendsgiving, friendsgiving oh yeah it yeah. still blows my mind like they tiktok closes after like 10 yeah whatever time or, it is um i haven't like fully fact checked it um mm-hmm. uh, on, like, the exact time. But it closes. It's, like, after, like, three or four videos, they give you, I mean, we'll say, like, a 30-second break. Again, I'm probably wrong on the amount of time, but you get a 30-second break where you just, you don't get to scroll anymore. So there's none of the... Constant. Which I get caught up in sometimes. Mm-hmm. Just, like, mm-hmm. scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And they, you know, they obviously ha- they hide a lot of the negative stuff that we can just, you know, we have freedom, so whatever we want. Um, mm-hmm. But it's crazy. Like, it, it, it just closes at, at 10. So you don't have... People at two o'clock in the morning, you know, on TikTok, that's 12, Fueling 13 years old. Just yeah, yeah, Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I, I don't know where, if I read that or seen it somewhere, I was just like, it's, they need to do that over here.
1: Yeah. I've yeah. heard about that too. It's, it, I mean, it, it's good and bad. It's a little controlling, <laughs> but here. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, mm-hmm. for, for positive reasons, we like to think. Yeah. What about you guys? What do you guys have going on for 2022?
2: can't tell you yet <laughs>
1: oh, we have we have we have some big things I mean, coming did up tell you actually but yeah we can't. told you before the podcast <laughs> yeah what can you guys share about 2022
0: hollow tube yeah hollow tube um so <laughs> Aaron, the way, aaron's our first star yeah <laughs> so the uh the <laughs> weddings will it will be um official here soon underneath the hollow media holding company mm-hmm. um that's that's big. I think we're at like thirty five weddings. I think we actually just added a couple more, but last time I checked, we were at like thirty five weddings. So it's a busy year, right? Mm-hmm. Just on the wedding side. Mm-hmm. Um, our team is growing, uh, which is is just crazy. You know, the, when when you sit there and, and you're like, I don't want to work for anyone ever again, right? That's what we're talking about. Reason for for doing this. I don't want to work for myself, yeah, or with somebody, not for somebody. Well, now. <clears throat> thinking that well, now we've got work, people that work for us mm-hmm. that's weird it's, a, it's a, a completely different mind shift yeah. um, you better get your processes right yeah. you better get yourself in check before you start putting other people in check um, not that we're going around like you need to do this but right. you need to have everything in place so we've got an editor um, mm-hmm. that we're trying out right now that we'd love to bring on full time we're, we're getting a lot of projects to where you know we, we have two people that are editing Mm -hmm. so adding another one that's like solely focused on that because like taylor is shooting video and then editing you know augie the same so having someone that's just solely focused on that Mm -hmm. that's that's a big thing coming
2: up um i think something that's going to be huge in 2022 is really defining our culture mm -hmm. Uh, we talked about that a little bit with augie last time but like that's something that's intentional for us so like when we're talking about yes um, we have people working for us now, which is strange, but it's like, we want that culture to be like strong. We want people to like love working with us. And it's not going to be like a, a typical, like the nine to fives we grew up with, like working, it's not going to be that. And so you always have like a, a saying, um, like train tra- tra- someone. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to, I'm going to mess it up. Like teach somebody, enough so that they could go out and do their own thing train someone it's actually a richard branson
0: from virgin media virgin atlantic Mm -hmm. saying it's like train someone teach someone well enough so they can leave Mm -hmm. and go be successful yeah and but then treat them well enough to where they won't um and that's kind of how we base base everything Mm -hmm. for us and in the jobs i've had is been so much micromanagement yes. that there's a time and a place for it. You know, with Augie coming on, like, he's gonna completely own that Halloweddings thing. Like, the trust mm-hmm. is there, but the branding of it right now, the marketing of it, the building of the website, etc. Yes, we are micromanaging a little bit because we need to ensure that it matches our brand across the board. Mm-hmm. But once that's all done, like, it's gonna be on you. You know, you go out and figure it out. Yeah. yeah. So, that that's big. <clears throat> um, like you said, the culture change is gonna be big. Um, we will be offering brides the ability to custom score their own song with or without lyrics,
2: um, Mm -hmm. to walk down the aisle to scoring is literally just creating music, creating creating music, a a song specifically for them. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. we're going to
0: let them create their, they can sit down with, with, um, some, some of our team members and, they can either tell them about their their life, and and the team will will build a, um, I guess, what is it, an instrumental, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or if they want lyrics, they'll sit down and help them write lyrics. We've got people that can can sing that song. So it's something that's not really being, you know, put out there um, in the industry as much. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it really locally, so that's big. Mm-hmm. Um, media side is. I mean it's I don't know, I don't know what what I can and can't say, really, but there's some cool stuff coming um on the the media side too um some really cool local businesses that that we'll be working with
2: and, and creating some great stuff. I don't know what else I mean we do we are going on tour with Justin Bieber, yeah that's to it. to capture his I next tour yeah. yeah, yeah, so that's kind of the the biggest thing next year, um, like I said before back to reality would be <laughs> nice though no I just I mean
0: probably more equipment it's always nice um, you know the podcast is obviously new I mean we, we've dropped one and I'm not sure if this will come out this year or next year probably this year just so we can maybe do a holiday message at the end yeah um, December December Next,
2: next week is Christmas. Don't push me too hard.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, before yeah. New Year's. We have a really cool wedding coming up on the 31st, yes that uh, this will be the first one that Taylor and I, for <clears throat> probably the last six months, will be able to be there together. Yeah. Um, and I'm really I have both of us have been since we, we booked it, really excited for it. There's, they're from New York. Um, well, they're from here, but yeah. they live in New York. so they chose to come here for their wedding and they're bringing their New York friends there's a bunch of them that are professional dancers Um, I want to say there's something about Cirque du Soleil maybe a couple of them used to dance for Cirque du Soleil or they still do Mm -hmm. could be completely wrong there but um, the way that their wedding is and this is going to be an awesome video is uh, they're at the Scottish Rite have you ever been there Mm -mm. it's like an old the
2: temple live now is what
0: they're calling that place. place So was the Scottish right now Temple Life, but it's a very very old I think historic building, and it's just got tons and tons of rooms. So the it's the whole wedding is a flow from one room, you you start there and then you work your way throughout the whole building into mm-hmm. different rooms, and they don't want the the video filmed all about them. Mm-hmm. They want it to be the experience. how their guest experiences how right? the experience yeah.
1: Are you sure this isn't Circle Soleil? Circuit Soleil? (laughs) I mean,
2: I keep like explaining it to people. It's almost like a haunted house, except not haunted. So, like, you're going through almost room by room, and like, they've got a bar set up in this room, and you just make your way on. You move forward, and you go up through the stairs, and then you're eventually in the main, like, auditorium.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, but there's like this one, one part where you go in, and there's it's like a concert room. Mm hmm i don't know what's going on there something crazy is going to happen and then you go through more rooms and then you can get drinks and some food and then you go down into this this uh, another um concert looking room but there's going to be a a jazz band right it's oh, like up yes. on a balcony it's i a, mean it's nuts it's a it's three crazy. piece yeah i just found out too that we have to wear um like uh button-up
2: black shirts black pants I have a T-shirt with that on it. We'll go buy some. It'll be fun. We'll go get fitted. Sorry, I meant to tell you that I got to email That's about it. my Jesus dresses. He's got like a tuxedo T-shirt. <laughs> yeah,
1: sweet baby Jesus. Yes,
2: but
0: really, I mean, just 2022 is is going to be busy. But there's a some, lot of process building, like you yep, said. Yeah, there's going to be some building, cool culture stuff building. coming out for sure. Uh, just stuff that we'll probably release here soon. Give us a couple months. Yeah, and then just trying to bring you onto the team. Yeah, you know. Trying to find a way to to fit you in.
1: I,
2: Manage you maybe or, or maybe he manages us. Yeah. He when you Yeah. I'm know.
1: I'm trying to keep this podcast PG. I don't wanna <laughs> say too many too many things to get you guys demonetized, but
0: So how was the how was the uh the surgery? That's one thing that I got to experience a little bit with you. Took care of my baby a little bit.
1: Surgery, and we traveled
0: on it too, which was <laughs> which we'll just talk the worst about that idea. <laughs> yeah,
2: let's walk Kansas City. I yeah. never seen a dude sweat so much. Oh no. my
1: God! Yeah, it was. It was not. It was not good. The surgery itself, the recovery was. I, I was on. I was on crutches for eight weeks. The first six weeks, I could only use one leg. So, by the time I got back to both legs, my My left leg that had the uh, the surgery was like it it was pointless pretty much. There was no muscle in it. I couldn't I couldn't hardly stand up. But my right leg was a damn ox. Like it was as strong as could be. So it's it's been it's been a journey still, um, evening back out the the muscle within my legs because I've I can tell like my hips my right side hurts a little more sometimes just Mm. because I've favored it for. Two months, um, but the it 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 really I put on thirty pounds since the since the injury back in November. So it's been a journey. Muscle, fuck yeah, in my stomach. <laughs> 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 but I mean, and, and since then I've dropped. I'm I'm back down ten pounds. So it's I mean, it's just it's it hasn't been fun. But um, with all that happening, it, it kind <clears> of <throat> put a hold on my my creative flow, like I wasn't in the mood. Like, first of all, to try to set up camera equipment and to do stuff mm-hmm. on crutches is not recommended. Dude, I can imagine. Dude, I was
0: over his house for like two hours and I think you fell over, what, four times <laughs> trying to hop around? Yeah, yeah. going yeah. up and down the stairs yeah, and just, shit. Yeah, and then you got to take a 30-minute break from carrying around that extra 30 pounds every time you went up the stairs?
1: Yeah, I needed a donut break. And <laughs> like, it was just, it was bad. It was, it was rough times, but um, no, I, I mean, I made it through it, luckily, and it's the trip we did to kansas city i love traveling and i i I love going places with friends i can say that that was probably number one trip that i should have said no to yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) just because i i was maybe what was that like four weeks out from surgery
0: yeah it was pretty it it seemed like it was still pretty like your the stitches and stuff i felt like were still
1: Mm -hmm.
0: i'm pretty spontaneous when it comes to travel so it's you know it could be like a a monday and i'm like yo i'm gonna go somewhere for four days on wednesday and this idiot <laughs> was like yeah bad i'll go yeah and
1: i had the time off and i was i mean i, I didn't have a reason besides my need to not go <laughs> but i was like yeah fuck it you know I, I can i can get around all right how how bad can it be yeah bad bad we we stayed downtown kansas city and walked for hours at a time and I'm on crutches, trying to keep up with his ass, and he's sitting over here taking pictures of this and that, and just on—he's just going, and I'm just back here sweating, trying to keep up. And I mean, it, it was fun. It was—it was a good time, but it was, it was eh, probably not not the best timing. Yeah, for the yeah. It
0: was—it was—it was nice because, man, that place was a ghost town. Yeah, that was that was eerie. That was my first time ever into um, Kansas right. City. Right
2: kansas city
1: oh yeah i think
2: your first time in kansas city was it
0: it was my first time it was not my first time in kansas city it was my first time i like actually going around it so i had stayed there because my friend mike was visiting family and so i went into power and light to insomnia cookie i was Mm -hmm. staying in the hilton it's around the corner i literally walked down insomnia cookie grab like a 12 pack come back (laughs) um you know, that was my COVID fifteen came from insomnia cookie. That was it. You know, I, I didn't go down and see any of the sites because during the day, we would be at my friend's house or friend's family house. Yeah. So it was my first time there, ex- actually experiencing Kansas City. So I'd always imagined it being like this busy, bustling place, like <coughs> like mini New York. You know. Mm-hmm. No, it was. Well, I see like maybe a hundred people on the street the whole time that we were there. Yeah which lucky for you you didn't have to dodge too many people
1: true but we also did go like tuesday to thursday or something yeah but i expected people
0: to be going in between work and stuff yeah there wasn't anything but then everything that we wanted to see yeah they were in the meta they were making the metaverse (laughs) but everything that we wanted to see was on the side streets where all the hills are so i'm like hey man you see like the that that museum up there would be a great place for you to go take some pics up there on that hill. Oh, yeah. that was the, the, the stairs. There, yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: see, there's a hundred stairs like that. Rocky mm-hmm. ran
0: up. <laughs> yeah, we oh. we did. We went up one like that. Remember? <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And oh, then hi. next to Union Station. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was
1: easily 100, 150 steps. Yeah. Going up to the top of the there's the World War II museum yep. at the top. Old so, ladies up there like. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. So did your did
2: your mom ever teach you just to say no? Or did you just choose to not listen? <laughs> He's that kind-hearted person. He won't let me down.
1: <laughs> a little bit of both. Yeah. A little bit of both, yeah.
0: But I got a ton of pictures of, like, just him with one crutch <laughs> trying to pose. At one point, I think I had, it was a really cool street. So I, I was like, there was construction, so no one was on it. Yeah. I'm like, hey, man, go stand in the middle. I'll go all the way down here, grab, like, the 7200. You know, nerd talk, the, comp- the compression behind you will be great, blah, blah, blah. Well, he goes out there with his crutches. And I'm like, well, dude, your crutches are in the shop. Like, we got to put them to the side. So I'd run back over, move his crutches, and then take the picture. And then, like, I'm just walking off.
1: Oh, and he's no. out there in the middle of the I'm street. standing
0: on one leg. Can you help? He, and he, and he, and he, his crutches are on uh, the curb can you uh help me out here i wasn't the greatest uh wingman when it came to came to that but we did it we got a cool airbnb and yeah still managed to meet up with someone Remember, (laughs) (laughs) met a girl out there i I got on uh one of those little scooter things paid for ripped around kansas city yeah it was a good trip
1: met a long time facebook friend instagram follower Mm. it was it was interesting that's interesting she was cool we'll go that
2: hashtag interesting <laughs>
0: yeah. I think it's time to wrap it up boys that's what she said yep
2: <laughs> every time it's gonna be our outro <laughs> that was the one thing it was Jake Jake texted me the 15 year old oh, I say he's 15 I don't think he's turned 16 yet so I'm sorry so he's probably 15, 15.
1: anyway he's probably about 20 now <laughs> was he was he 15 for one week when you A meet week. someone and, and they have that that impact on your life at that point <laughs> and you meet them when they're like 12 years old and then and it's they just stayed 12 years there. old like, wow you're not 12 anymore are you yeah now?
2: yeah he was he is he watched the podcast and he's like he he's like i watched, just got done with the podcast it's like it was really good he's like my favorite part was uh when you said that's when you had the that's what she said joke and i'm like of course now of course use jake it every would be the one though he would be the one that's like oh yeah that's the my favorite part right there where taylor made the wrap it up that's what she said joke
1: now it has to come every time
2: exactly this is for you jake
1: that's what she if said. I'm trying to. throw you an allayute, man. i oh, sorry. It what? has to come every time. Sorry. Back it up. What'd you say? Now it has to come every time. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're gonna list this.
0: This podcast will list as uh, we'll put a little e next to this one, for um, explicit. Uh Gosh. this has been awesome. Like it really has. It was fun. Um, thank you so so much for coming mm. on here. Um, had it not been that we had some big news to break to the world in the first one, you. We would have been the first our first guest um,
1: well I appreciate that
0: we we love you we always the miss OG. you we're both busy now um, all the time but we we try to meet up as much as we can so my hope moving forward is that you can come on not just as a guest but um on well maybe not on this side of the table there's not a lot of room no. but we'll get a bigger <laughs> table and um, I think you would add a lot of value in talking to to guests that we bring on or even just us three going back and forth again um, there's tons of topics we can could we go get over a it. round table though yeah we're, we'll do that we'll taylor will build one um <laughs> so just again thank you yeah this, this has been awesome absolutely thank, thank you, you to guys. everyone that's watching uh we still haven't come up with a name yet <laughs> thank you we're for really watching close, but. unfiltered with shane and taylor
2: Did you just give us a name it just if <laughs> it felt right <laughs> so it that means i can right. that means i can put the first episode on the actual podcast world you can wait is, which one's the applause bottom no, no 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 this
0: one right here but thank you for watching unfiltered with shane and taylor